0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron. This is Caleb. And as you probably noticed, if you're online with us, we've got our special guest, uh, Jameson, with us. Um, but as we get started, we want to encourage you, check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Help Cedar Point Church's fastest-growing podcast grow, where we are real, raw, um, and sometimes irreverent, and sometimes irrelevant. Um, <laughs> but but uh, just, uh, man, thank you for continuing to engage with us. And so um, hopefully you've enjoyed some of our... Uh, Recent episodes, I know. A couple weeks ago, we had uh, our very own Mike Labrico on here talking about um, some things with a temptation. Great episode. Um, I really encourage you to go back and check that out. And then last week, um, we had an episode just uh, about manning up. So um, great content there. So, um, but today we are excited to, to have Jameson on here. So, Jameson, yeah. Jameson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Jameson uh, you you've been a part of the church uh, your whole life, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, not this, yeah, not this church, but, but, church, yeah.
0: but uh, you've been a believer. Um, so kind of in that, what's what was your early faith like?
1: Um, early faith, um, so just a little background, um, yeah. I uh started leading worship whenever I was 13 for um, uh, the youth group that I was attending at the time, and uh, and I did that till about uh. Twenty, and then after that, that's whenever. Uh, Did you I, get
2: held back in youth group? Or? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, oh, okay. yeah.
1: no. Uh, but yeah. I, so we, there were things that took took place in life at that at that time. And uh, that's whenever God called us to transition into yeah. Cedar Point. I
0: just never realized how similar our stories were. You started leading worship at 13 till 20. Um, I sold drugs from 13 to 20. And so <laughs> the parallel, similar. the parallel there um, is profound. <laughs> and I just, uh, I never caught it until just now.
1: No. <laughs> Learn new things every day, right? Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Um, so, um, I mean, so your story is a lot different than mine. Yours is actually closer to Caleb. Um, you know, you good old church folk growing up that way um, you know doing nerds doing things church nerds. <laughs> like go to youth group yeah. And yeah. leading worship serving god not selling drugs not yeah. selling drugs yeah. and i don't even know what you did with your childhood man what a waste i know uh, yeah. just ran around and played you know like normal kids you know, like, i did that up until 12 sports and then yeah. then childhood was over it was That's time right. to Time can to branch out, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Become entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. uh, so, um, man, your your early faith—were you pretty grounded in that? I mean, I know a lot of people um, kind of like looked back and is like, "Man, I I thought." Take me for instance. I actually, thought I was a Christian, which is kind of weird. I mean, when you look at my stories, you were dealing drugs at thirteen um it never went to church but i kind of had one of those like raise my hand moments at eight years old and this little little church outside of tulsa and so i always considered myself to be a christian of course you know my my granddad was a christian and my parents they were christian so i had to be a christian um did you kind of look back on childhood at one point it's like man i wasn't really following god or i mean you feel pretty solid in that like you were you were in it
1: um <clears throat> from from whenever i started leading worship yeah well pretty much from the beginning um but to be 100% honest, um, I'm kind of at one of those points now to where I look back and I'm like, man, what was I thinking? You know? (laughs) And it was just like, it was like you said, one of those raise your hand moments or, or waking up and like, like, man, I, I was, I was definitely not living fully and wasn't committed. Yeah. is really what I'd say is I wasn't fully committed to, you know, and, and sold on, on it. Um, but, uh, But yeah, since going through like all the things um, really here recent and then about four years ago uh, was whenever it really woke me up, Yeah, Um, you know, because to be 100% transparent, um, my saying was, is not my place to be on a Monday night. (laughs) Uh, uh, CR at the time was not, just wasn't wasn't my thing. Yeah. Because I never really, I never really dealt with drugs. Never really dealt with alcohol. Um, but what I'm finding out is that uh, it doesn't like, you know, just like how we are now. You don't have to deal with drugs and alcohol. Uh, something that's big today that, that I deal with and I see it all around me is mental. Yeah. You know, mental illness is, is a huge thing. And uh, but yeah, uh, walking through that, that's when I look back and like. That was my OK. I yeah. got to fully commit to yeah, this. Yeah, got to so. be on it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's a common thing, you know, in and, and like young, you know, in, in anybody's, um, kind of religious walk is that, um, like Aaron was talking about, there's so many people who, you know, even, um, you know, it's a little bit more common to see with like, uh, people from maybe a Jewish background or a, like a Catholic background where the parents, because, the, um, especially like Catholics, they, they, um, baptize when you're an infant. Um, and, uh, that where people go, you know, well, I'm Catholic because my parents are Catholic or I'm Jewish because, you know, my parents are Jewish and they come from that. Um, and, you know, and so obviously Christian, you know, Protestantism, you don't see that as often, but the thing is, is that we, you know, we, if our parents are involved in church, we'll, we'll be involved in church, but it's always kind of our parents' faith until, uh, and, 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 the people who, you know, adhere to adhere to their faith throughout adolescence and into young adulthood and adulthood the the difference is that at some point they were able to make it their faith you know and yeah. make it and understand you know it has to go beyond an understanding of just what well you know we i go to church because my parents took me to church at some point you know you're gonna have to find a place where you go why am i why am i doing this anymore and that's where we see people fall away you know we see a lot of young people fall away when they go to college because nobody's making them go to church right and they don't have any inherent motivation or intrinsic motivation to continue to go on because they don't have their reasons for being christian i mean even if they they you know raise their hand at church camp or something like that and accepted jesus they, they still don't really haven't fully embraced and understood what what that decision is and so that's a very common thing to go through i mean we all i i you know i did that and you know just went because like we're we're similar and that you know my parents were always taking me to church and then you know, as it became older, it was like, okay, well, why do I believe this? You know, and that that turned me into reading a lot of apologetics and stuff, and trying to connect mentally. From you know, I'm not more of a heart person; I'm more of a mental. I need to understand. Yeah. And so, you know, once we kind of arrived there, that's that's where you, you know, that's what what makes you committed. And so, you know, that's like I said a pretty common thing for people to go through.
0: Yeah, this is a. Uh A little bit different, but similar. Uh, You see this uh, with Dallas Cowboy fans. They
1: don't don't
0: know why they like the team, and they're told, you know, like, hey, they used to not suck, and then they've kind of just been committed. And one day they wake up adults, like, what the heck am I doing? They're going to win the Super Bowl this year, though. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Anyway, I don't really care at all, but it seemed like the perfect place to throw that out there. That works. Uh, (laughs) That definitely fits. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, <laughs> I wasn't a Christian as a kid, but I was a Cowboys fan. <laughs> that's probably where you went wrong. Yeah, that's why I, I started selling drugs. <laughs> um, so, man, so you had faith though as a, as a teenager, family, you come from a family of faith, um, committed to church, um, you're serving, um, you know, that seems like a, a great start. You know, it's, I mean, it's one of those things. Um, honestly, you know, I look at my kids, and if I could pick for them, that's what I would pick for them, is, is to have that. Um, as you came into adulthood, you know, you kind of alluded, alluded, to some things. Um, so was there a moment where you questioned, uh, your faith, where you were angry at God or angry at the church or, um, or struggled?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> All the above. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, there, there really was. Uh, so after being hurt from the previous church we went to, um, um, I believed in a lie, um, and I told myself whenever I left there that I would never do worship again. Yeah, um, just because I was so hurt, and and honestly, it wasn't from the hurt of what happened. It was a, it was the fear of being hurt again. Yeah, and that's why I didn't want to commit. And that's what was hard was, was getting myself to commit to something, um, because I was afraid that I was going to be hurt again. Yeah, um, and so I went f- a five. There was a five-year period where i i had nothing to do i didn't serve anywhere i showed up on sundays and that was it consumer uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but too, it that that that's part of life was very important too because that was that was a time where i knew i needed to be still and know that do he that I he say. was still god
0: okay. yeah. thank you for your input siri <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So uh, you had the, kind of that. He had a church hurt, a, mm-hmm. a wound, and um, you know. And I think it's uh, it's so often. Um, it's amazing to me. It's not amazing. It's a. It's understandable. I mean, I've have seen it where somebody does something and it causes us to pull away from our our call, um, <laughs> God's purpose, yeah. and in some ways it causes us to pull away from God, um, and so. Uh, I think you would agree, especially today, that, you know, broken people don't don't represent God. Right. Um, I know my wife, uh, she had a, a similar type of wound. I say similar. She was wounded by a church, similar type of story. And, and she did the same thing. I know when we got married, it's, it's funny. Um, here I was, I never grew up in the church. I never served. And um, I'm like, I'm like in it and, and excited and I'm getting ready to be on staff and we're getting married. And, you know, my wife is like, not wanting to engage anything because she's still dealing with the wound that she had early on um she's she's healed past that now um but she's like i know you're excited you know and you want to be up at the church all the time but i don't you know i'll i'll serve one service because yeah. i have to because i get you know you're on staff and um and i'll attend one but after that we're going home like <clears throat> the kids aren't gonna be, i mean it was like it was like fights all the time yeah. like the kids don't need to be up there every service <laughs> You know, we, we don't need to go to every event. <laughs> and it created a lot of uh, tension. And so is that kind of the place that, that you were at? Just like, just forget it? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And, and and honestly, I was done. Yeah. You know, I'd you know, i already told myself I'm not doing it again. Like, there's no way. Uh, there's not going to be anyone in this world uh, that can talk me back into it. No. Um, I, I was done. I, um, I knew that I would still have something to do with music. Yeah. Uh, Whether it was just, you know, playing at the house or, you know, engaging and learning new things. Um, But I knew that, like, as far as, like, worship went um, and leading, I was done. I didn't want to be in a... I didn't... My heart wasn't ready to be in a place to be heard again. Yeah. Um, Up until... CR.
0: Yeah. And so... You came here... And and you guys coming here was really just to to be invisible. Did you say that just yeah, be in the background, honestly, yeah. And uh, anybody who knows Jameson or <laughs> Lauren or or and because it was like it was like all of you, right? Come, oh yeah, coming over was here. All of us. <laughs> um, that, that's like even it's hard to fathom at this point. I mean, I don't think there's a, a more connected family, um, a family that deserves and. More areas across the board. I mean, you guys have your hand, your, your family, or families touch an aspect of every single ministry of our church. <laughs> um, I mean, there's really nothing that takes place that the the bendabouts and the reeds aren't involved in in some way. Um, so I mean, it's, it's unfathomable. So how did how did you get from we're 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 angry, we're wounded? Um, that be an accurate statement? Yeah. To like. I mean, you guys are fully on board again, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I leaving, think it started right? when we, met you guys well. can't go any. Yeah, well, I think. <laughs> I think it started when you met me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, C- Caleb typically, you know, has that impact on people. He's I really do. good about eliciting emotions. That's right. And, you know, I'm like, so okay, empathetic. Yeah, and uh, understanding and <laughs> encouraging.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, for, uh, to answer your question, um, that moment of like the the turning point. Um, definitely wasn't how I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, but it's something that had to take place to push me beyond that point. Um, so I, I wasn't vulnerable enough to go into... I wouldn't allow myself to go into those positions. Um, and it was literally one day. It was on a Sunday. I'll never forget it. Uh, we came home from church. Um, it was actually the Sunday right before I was supposed to start leading recovery worship and uh, after like what the three month period of me saying I don't know I don't know <laughs> let me think about it let me yeah. think about it um, I finally said yes and so it was it was up until that point I went home and mostly everybody that knows me like my my thing to do is fish I love fishing I love hunting um, I was supposed to go fishing with my father-in-law and uh, Lauren was going to Owasa with her mom to go shopping And as soon as I walked out the house, um, I just, honestly, I felt like I was having a heart attack. Didn't know what was going on. My heart was beating really fast. Um, I thought I was going to pass out. Didn't know if I was going to pass out, throw up. Um, I was confused. Didn't know what was wrong with me. Didn't have health insurance, so I wasn't going to the doctor. (laughs) And And all the men said, amen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so
0: I'll die rather than get a hospital bill. Right,
1: right. Yeah, so I went... uh, Mm. That day was my turning point because I knew that I literally couldn't turn to anyone but God. Yeah. Um, I knew that he was He was literally my only way to make it through this. Little did I know that on that day, um, this was the Sunday right before I was supposed to leave. On that day was the beginning of three months that I was stuck in a panic attack and I couldn't come out. Man. Um, it was 24-7, seven days a week. Uh, for three months straight um and in that like I couldn't eat could barely sleep and it got so bad at a certain period of time where I I can remember laying on my bed and I would see myself in third person and I would be walking back and forth in the living room and uh, I would just be sitting there yelling at myself but then I would snap out of it and I was laying in bed and uh I knew that something was wrong, but then again, I didn't have insurance, so yeah. I wasn't about to go and spend all of our money <laughs> yeah. on a doctor visit, <clears throat> and then my fear of going, I'm like, oh, there's nothing wrong with you, you're just, yeah. you're just crazy. <laughs> you know, but that was my turning point then, um, was I knew that I had to fully commit to God yeah. and allow God to do whatever it was, and uh, Caleb, Caleb probably remembers my uh, first Monday oh yeah, uh, very well. We do. Yeah. I remember a lot of your first Mondays. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> my my first uh year. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it was it was one of those things I got up there and um just being in the, the moment of a panic attack and I couldn't say anything, couldn't get anything to come out, couldn't sing. So I remember I turned around to Jill mm. and I'm like, You're gonna have to sing, someone throw up and pass out. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. And I turn around most awkward thing. I am standing there with my guitar and I just look out there and I'm like, okay, I can't say anything if mm-hmm. I say something, I'm going to throw up yeah. or I'm going to pass out, and that's going to be even more embarrassing, so I <laughs> can't do that. So I just stood there, mm. all three songs. <laughs> it didn't do nothing. And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool, we're done. Walked off stage. And I remember I walked outside after that, and it's like, God, why? Yeah. Why did you bring me back into this if you knew that I wasn't going to be able to do it? <clears throat> and it was from then I knew that I had to continue to push myself through that. And and to go back and – the so – Three months later, I finally ended up getting insurance and going to seeing a doctor, finding out that it was a panic attack. And what had happened is that he said that there was a series of events um, in that past year that happened that caused me to go into that, which was uh, we had our first kid. uh, We had bought our first house. Um, I started working uh, for my dad, and my dad had two strokes. And so I was taking over his company for him while he was in the hospital and recovering. Um, And then... On top of that, it took over the CR worship team. And so, um, all those within six months of each other, it threw my brain into a rotation that I just, I physically, I'm sure you know, but I, I just couldn't come out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that was definitely my turning point because I knew that it was like, okay, it's only up from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
0: So, <clears throat> so as, you, uh, as you got into it, um, you know, you go, you're, you're hurt. You got kind of to pull away from God, pull away from your calling, pull away from your purpose. Um, you're leaning into it. You're you're coming into um, this season of uh, the panic attacks and anxiety that you're dealing with through all of that. But but you get plugged in, and, and that's just like it, right? Then you're you're healed. Um, me and into Cinderella's everything, everything story perfect, right? Everything's perfect Because uh, you're doing what God wants you to do And we all know that the moment we say yes to Jesus We're living our best life now That's right uh,
1: <laughs> You guys are liars <laughs> <laughs> That did not happen Get healthy,
0: for me wealthy, That's how I remember it <laughs> um, And here we are four years later And, and everything's yeah. been perfect for the past four yeah. years How long have you been? Is it?
1: uh, it's been? It's been four four years Yeah, because it was um, Wranglers 5 no. so. Yeah, so,
0: man, four years That is boys. one thing we
2: probably should have said right at the beginning. So, Jameson leads worship for us on Monday nights. I yeah. uh, <laughs> haven't picked that up by now, but, like, he, he has added an element of stability in our worship. <laughs> that <laughs> has been phenomenal for me. I had hair before getting to Jameson and, and dealing with the worship before that. that caused it all to fall out. So. <laughs> anyway. But, oh, man. But, yeah, so, so, so everything went perfect then? Huh? No, 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 definitely not.
1: No, it was... Uh, uh, it's definitely one of those things that uh, had to take it week by week um, and if it wasn't for God and my family uh, I, I truly probably wouldn't have made it through I remember there would be nights so I'd, I'd lay down on the bed and I'd tell Lauren I'm like you know what I really don't want you to be shocked about it but there's a 50-50 shot that I'm going to make it till tomorrow um, just because mentally I was spiraling so bad fell into like a deep deep depression because of it and, and Going back to like all the way up until this point, I've always been like the outgoing. I love people. Um, and I always wanted to surround myself with people. You could put me in front of thousands of people um, and and I'd be just fine up mm-hmm. until this point. Now you put me in front of three people and it's like <laughs> I freak out, yeah. you know, and I don't know how to control <laughs> myself. But uh, but God, God's been good through all of it. There's been it's been a season of learning for sure um and it, it was it was definitely scary but i know that there's a reason why i walk through it and um i know that there's there's so many people that are dealing with the same thing and and honestly i'm i to be transparent again like i'm still figuring it out yeah you know it's it's not something that happened overnight where you know like you're saying like oh you know you submit everything to god and then the next day you're fine no it's a process yeah. like I've been living out that process and I'm still dealing with that process and you know trying to figure it out and uh, but yeah it's and some days are easier than others for sure yeah. um, but some days are way harder than others other some days where I do I still do feel like you know like God like why do I have to go through this you know yeah. I know what you've called me to do I know what I'm supposed to be doing um, but physically like I can't I feel like I can't do it, which you know, like your sermon last Monday. You know, never say can't. Yeah, you can. No. It's just, are you willing to push through? You know, the physical pain. Are you willing to push through and just do it? Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I'm glad somebody listens when I talk. My wife never enjoyed what <laughs> <laughs> Well, after an hour, you kind of force yourself to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's it's been a process for you. Um. And and like you said It's still something that That you deal with From time to time Um But But God's faithful Yep Um And I think You know We lose sight of that So often We think just because He hadn't answered Every prayer Exactly like we wanted him Um You know Delivered with a bow And all That um Somehow maybe God Doesn't care God doesn't hear us You know He's Not there You know (laughs) Any of those things And and you'd say That that's not true at all Right That he, he is good He is faithful Yeah And um He's the only thing carrying you through. Right, nah. yeah. Um, do you still deal with the, the wounds from the past? You know, the, those
1: hurts. Have you um, navigated
0: those? And um, if so,
1: how? Um, yeah. Um, I, here recently, I've realized that there are still wounds from the past that um, that I'm dealing with. That mm-hmm. I have to walk through. Um, and And honestly... It's been hard because I know that there's wounds there and I know that I have to deal with them, but I don't, I keep telling myself I'm not ready. Yeah. Um, But I know that the time's coming um, that, that I will be able to fully commit to it and, and, and face those, those issues that are there. Um, But, you know, just like Friday, I I think it was Friday. No, it was Wednesday. I was having a. Pretty rough day and uh and lauren she said whenever i got home she's like you know what she's like i think that there's a specific thing that you're dealing with that you that you're too afraid to face and i looked at her and i said you're not wrong but but leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> like like don't tell me what's wrong with me yeah. i know what's wrong with me yeah. But it, it totally shocked me And it Did it, you have her make you sandwich after that? <laughs> no she was already ready to slap me <laughs> <laughs> uh, No but uh, But no it's like those little things mm-hmm. Like if she wasn't there like pointing that out to me Like I would have never saw that And I think mm-hmm. I would still be dealing with the same thing yeah. Over and over again And so here recently You know whenever that all started Whenever my, my panic Whenever I first went into a panic attack That was like right around the time that my, my dad had his two strokes. Yeah. Um, so, one thing that that I'm finding out is that um, that's a tri- that was a trigger. Uh, my brain had had put those two events together. Like whenever I went first, went into a panic attack, and then when Dad had his strokes, because I was there for both of them. Yeah. Um, and um, here recently, um, there were some medical things that dad was walking through, that that caused that again. That yeah. went through that again. It was and it was this time. It's easier because I know what it is now. Yeah. But at the same time, just because you know what it is doesn't make it easier. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's harder because then you get frustrated. You're like, I know what this is. I know mm-hmm. what I have to do to fix it, but it's not working. Yeah. Um, but you get so caught up in the fact of like, why can't I just push through? You know, I know what it is, but not realizing. It's all a process, yeah. But walking through that process again, like I said, you know, I still deal with it today. You know, it's still dealing with that that process of like, okay, everything's gonna be okay. I just have to push through it and know, truly in my heart, that God's faithful and yeah. He's He's gonna get me through it. It's good. It's good. Um,
0: <clears throat> what would be, um, what would be an encouragement you have to anyone kind of facing something similar? You know, where they, um. I mean, it could be anything. It could be, you know, anxiety. Just, just one of those um, things in life that seem like a mountain. Um,
1: um <clears throat> one thing that uh, stuck out to me that truly helped me get through it is in the in the middle of all of it, you know, you always hear people say that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I was stuck in, in a tunnel with no ends to it. I, there was no way out. Yeah. Um... But in walking through through it, there's one thing that Pastor Rick told me that I'll never forget. And he said, I know that it feels like it's dark, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. You will come through this, and you you are going to be okay. You know, and if it's something that's not, like, serious, serious um, that you know is like not going to take you out of the world, you know. But, um, like, the struggles and everything like that knowing in your mind that God, God is stronger than anything that you go, that we walk through um, and believing it in your heart. Sometimes that's hard um, to truly push through and truly get through it. But yeah, I would, I would, I would say that like, if you are, if someone is walking through that, uh, just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that there is hope that God is still there. God does see you. But you have to be faithful and know that he's going to get you through that. Because if you don't believe it in your mind, then it's not going to happen. I heard something that was very, very interesting. Um, uh, it, was, it was a video of a worship pastor. I'm, I'm not sure where he was from. But he said that it's been scientifically proven that the area of our brain that deals with anxiety and anxious thought and a thankful thought cannot be in the same part of our brain at the same time. Mm. So you can choose to be anxious and you can whenever you whenever you choose to be or whenever you choose to think of an anxious thought, you're going to feel everything because we feel things from our heart. When we think it goes to our heart and then we feel it. Um, if you choose to think of anxious things such as, you know, the negative things in life, then you're going to feel everything that comes with anxiousness. Yeah. But if you choose to think of like, okay, Yes, I am dealing with this, but I do know that God's going to get me through it. I do know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Then you're going to get everything that comes with that thankfulness. Yeah. So that's that would be my encouragement. It's good. Yeah. It's good.
2: You know, uh, um, listen, your story reminds me of, it's one of my favorite books, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's called The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkinson or Wilkerson. I can't remember. You remember that
0: episode, James? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you do. Sure, (laughs) no.
2: It's around. I don't either. I've mentioned it a few times, but um, it's really good, and and it starts with this story. He kind of does this allegory where he's talking about, you know, basically it's just the 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 character and the main character in the story is called to do something you know called to be something and to do something greater than what he is and he goes through you know kind of this hero's journey thing and then he arrives at this place and um i can't remember what they name it he's kind of got generic names for it again just to make the illustration but um the character talks about how he feels like it looks familiar, but it's not exactly, you know, he can't place it. Well, as he spends time in this place, he realizes that this is his big dream, but he's got to do the work to make it that way, you know? And that's the way God works with us sometimes is that to, to get us to, to do what he's called us to do, we have to go through that struggle. We have to go through the work and we have to go through this, you know, kind of the trials and tribulations because that's what develops us and makes us grow um, I know, you know personally for me, like, <clears throat> you know, I've spent a lot of time in ministry. I made a lot of mistakes, and done a lot of stupid things, and, um, and, 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 you know, paid the paid the price for those things. And that that has taught me a lot about like leadership and stuff like that. And if I hadn't gone through that stuff, I wouldn't be able to, to be, you know, leading this ministry, ministry the way we are now, or in, to at a level at which we're we're operating. And so. You know, I look back at that stuff. I'm like, God, oh, it sucked. But it's like, but if I hadn't gone through that, you know, and it's just like, um, you know, any sort of athletic endeavor. You know, you go through the training to make yourself prepared for for whatever it is you're training for. And so, you know, uh, like we always talk about, if you're if you're going through hell, keep going. You know, don't just sit down and yeah and, and 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 waller and in it. it just you gotta keep going, you gotta keep moving. And it may seem like there is no light and it's you know, it may just be, you know, around the corner kind of yeah. thing and you just gotta keep going through it. And and that's, you know, and kudos to Jameson. I know we watched him do that for four years. Um, where, you know, yeah, I remember the first that first Monday. So um in our previous well, it's, I guess it's kind of the same now. In our, as I say, at our old worship center, you know, our worship leader stands up front, and then I'm standing behind him, and we had just, um, and like, man, I'm really for, for real like, We had, we had a couple brief periods of, of having an adequate leader, a worship leader, and um, brief, and then, but in the in betweens, it was awful, and you know, and that's one of the things we constantly get compliments about in our recovery ministry, and one of the things absolutely that has Helped us grow is our, the quality of our worship. Absolutely, and that was one of the things when I got involved. It was like we got to do better because this this stinks. Like, and you know, and this is you know, it crazy. it's crazy. It's one of these things. Our worship ministry has been. If you ever want to see God's hand in, in our recovery ministry here at Cedar Point, the story of our worship ministry and how that. I mean, I was uh, that the first time I served. That's how I got involved. I started playing guitar and. Um, the guy that was leading was incredibly unorganized, um, would throw out, you know, the music like Monday. And then, I mean, and he he was a bad leader and just, I, and I, I was, I started playing because of a friend of mine was also in the band. Anyway, <clears throat> I went to, I was with you, like, I've been in church for so long. I always get involved. You just, I just can't help, but yep. like, I'll volunteer for something. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, then I'm doing a ton of things and I was like, man, I'm the, 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 um the draw of just being a face in the crowd to be a consumer if, when you've been serving for a long time man that is a constant and I, I get it now you know you're just like yeah you know it's just go to go to a church so <laughs> sit in the back have to sit at all three services <laughs> yeah and <I'm> just <laughs> not have to do something you know um so that's kind of when we came we moved here from you know we, we we were from here moved to kansas for a bit came back when we came back and we started going to cedar port like Somebody, you know, uh, they're like, you should try a fluorescent team. Our friends who end up getting me on um, a recovery. I'm like, nah, I'm good. And then uh, my friend was going through alcohol addiction and they started going to recovery. He's like, hey, we need a guitar player. You want to come? I'm like, yeah, sure, man. I'll come play and hang out with you. So I'm doing that. But this guy that was leading, it's off. I was just like, God, oh, this, I don't need this stress in my life, you know? <laughs> and so. I am literally standing there waiting to talk to him to quit, and I mean I would have been done with recovery. I'm waiting to quit because I'm just like I don't need this. And he's talking to my friend and he's telling my friend, "Hey, I'm going in for shoulder surgery and I'm not going to be leading for a number of months." And I just like turn around I'm like, "Okay, see you." You know? For- yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "Okay, well." I, and he was asking my friend to lead, and I was like, "Okay, I'll hang out." <laughs> you know? And so, I mean, but I mean, literally it was that, that close. Yeah. And, you know, and then we, we navigated a lot of stuff. Um, actually, that guy came back eventually. And we had to and I had to remove him. And that's how we got. That's when Pastor Rick was like, hey, it's the guy. name's Jameson. You should sit down with him and talk. And so we sit down and talk. And um, I was like, oh, yes, this guy finally seems like his heart's in the right place. You know, the right kind of leader. We went and worshiped. That's not
0: what I remember you saying. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Aaron was involved. Aaron so was not involved. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, yeah, so then we get that first Monday and we start and Jameson sings like three
1: words to the first line of the lyric and, and then just stops.
2: <laughs> and I'm just back there behind him like, what's he doing?
1: Trying to remember why you, yeah. why you came
2: back, why, yeah, why you like, stayed. I was like, what if, what's going on? And then he turns around, yeah, and his face just white and I'm just like okay <laughs> we'll, yes. we'll keep working on this you yeah. know and it, you know each monday yeah i was just like some more of that more of that and i was just like uh, okay god yeah. is this the right thing <laughs> but i was like man no god you know i was like his I was like jameson has the heart to do this and he has the right he wants to i know he's struggling with some stuff you know we're gonna hang in there and get through this and then like you know it improved, but then, man, the last few years, we've just had, some, you know, major breakthroughs and, yeah. like, the engagement, and and the thing that you do from the stage is just, it's just top level. Yeah. And, um, you know, and like I said, and that that has been something that has absolutely helped our uh, recovery grow because, you know, we've been in other recoveries, and you just, like, yeah, the worship is just, like, you know, it's <laughs> like, it, you guys aren't helping. Yourself. It'd be better if you just didn't <laughs> do it. <laughs> And, you know, and it's, it sounds bad, but it's like, I mean, at a level of where it's like when it becomes a detriment to it, to what you're trying to do is like, I don't know, man, you might, you might a little until the until, until you got somebody that can lead it. Um, so. So, yeah, but, like I said, you, you know, you just see by sticking through it and trusting in God and what he's called us to do and, and, and growing and, and pushing through the difficult times and through those difficult times. You know, you become even more prepared to to step into that thing that he's called you to do. Um, so, so that's a that's a big part of uh, you know addiction and recovery and um, coming out of whatever it is our struggle is. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I just <clears throat> I just got to second that. Just that that idea of um, yeah, we wouldn't be where we're at as a ministry without without you and just that that investment you've made. And yeah, I just can't help but think, man. Of course, the enemy <laughs> sought yeah. to attack you and did disrupt that call. Um, because I mean, look how, how it's leveraged today. And if the enemy had succeeded in that, um, how, how, how few, you know, how many less people would be getting reached, you know, for the sake of the gospel and, and yeah. impacted. And, um, mm-hmm. man, so it's just been, I mean, you've been a tremendous blessing, um, to the church, of course, but. Um, just, just the ministry that, that we get to do there, and you know, I, I hope anybody that's listening hears that. You know, when you got a great call in your life, Yep. Yeah, you are the one that the enemy wants to yeah, take out. Yeah, yeah. For sure, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's not going to take somebody that's going to be complacent. He doesn't care about you. You, you've already given in. <laughs> you're, yeah. you back row pew sitter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. What, yeah. What, what do we need to do with that person? Right. Uh, no, it's the people that are that are going to do yeah. something. Um, and so you, you've, you've faced that. Um, in some regards, you still face it. Um, yeah. And, of course, anybody who's in a leadership knows that those those things that we deal with are, are our constant. You know, yeah. it's, it's a constant reminder that, that we need God. Um, I know one of my prayers, and I'm, I'm sure yours is similar, um, just doing what we do is, um, God, if you're not there with me i don't want to do it like oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't do it <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna yeah. be there hope that's, you show up <laughs> yeah and, that, and
1: that's that's like one of my biggest thing is is before every <laughs> service is that you know i pray that and i and i sometimes i have to say it to myself out loud because sometimes you know i can i can say it to myself yeah but sometimes it doesn't like grip yeah so there's sometimes where i have to say it out loud to myself and you know i say god i pray that you come down in the room that you bring the presence of heaven down into the room, so that we can get a glimpse of what heaven's really going to be like. Yeah, you know, and I truly believe that that glimpse of what heaven's going to be like here on earth will completely transform any life that walks into the room. Oh yeah, you can you you would be able to feel it at that point.
0: i yeah. am probably still that for prayer or some point for <laughs> service and give you no Go credit for it. For it, for yeah. it, for it. Yeah. Go for it. That's all right.
2: Man. You know, the other thing to 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 put emphasis on is is jameson said at the beginning and and what we try to preach here at our recovery is that it doesn't have to be drugs and alcohol that derails you you know And, and, and that's something we've tried to tried to take away the stigma of recovery is just drugs and alcohol and it's like there's so much more that gets in our way that it's you know yeah drugs and alcohol will derail you but anxiety or panic or um you know just maybe being hurt by a church or um You know, social media or food or there's so much stuff that can can get in our way and interrupt our walk, and that's what our recovery is about. Which is another reason why it has grown, is because we stopped, like, well, you know, it's only only people who do drugs and alcohol the ones that have problems. Like, no, we all have problems because we're all people, and um, you know, so if that's if you're listening to this and that's something that you know you're, you're struggling, but it's not drugs and alcohol, man. You know, come on a Monday night and. Let us let us you know minister to you and, and and help you come overcome that struggle because like I said we're, we're so much more than that you know and that's always a because again one of the other things that we preach is we're not we're not big on confidentiality and anonymity as far as like our big groups and, and our you know our small groups obviously that kind of thing is but but you know we don't hide away from being who we are and they're like whoa what if somebody sees me it's like "Well, be, everybody here is for, here for all sorts of things yeah, there's no way they can point at you and say oh you're going to a drug and alcohol you know recovery things like no that guy there he's here because he has a food problem and that guy there is here because he's got you know anxiety hiding. that guy there you know this girl here is which guy had the food problem me no. <laughs> <laughs> um but, you know, these people here are here for <laughs> relational problems or whatever. Uh, I mean, there's, you know, any number of things that people are showing up on a Monday night to deal with. And so, um, uh, yeah, like this idea, you know, and that's always, like I said, that's one of the things. When we revamped what we do and became our own program. That was one of my points of emphasis was that I don't want it to be drugs. Enough. I want yeah. it to minister to anybody who has got a struggle that is that is uh, need to overcome something. And so. Um, if that's you, and you're listening to us, feel free to stop on by. Hurts, habits, and hang-ups. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> now our, now uh, this episode is going to get like a strike on YouTube. Right? <laughs> no. A trademark. No. Um, Just delete it. Yeah. got to start over.
1: <laughs> I'm out. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, I am too. It's too hot in here to start over. Uh, anyway. Well, before we sign off, got anything else, Jameson? I don't think so. Well, man, I just uh, I want to thank you just for sharing your story, being vulnerable. Um, uh, These things aren't easy uh, to do, but um, you know when we do them. uh, Again, I know you know this, but uh, just an encouragement to anyone else, man. It's got stories. Share what God's done, even the difficult parts. um, He'll he'll utilize it and use it um, for His glory, for His good. So we do just appreciate um, all that you do, um, and we can't emphasize enough that. You're invaluable <laughs> to the ministry that takes place on That's Monday. Right. So, and you can never quit. And you can never <laughs> quit. So, uh, you can't quit
2: until I quit. After uh, I quit, <clears throat> then you quit. And what mind. about what about me? <laughs> That's your problem. <laughs>
0: well, uh, thank you guys for listening, just being with us today. Um, we want to encourage you: to check us out again on social media—Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you uh, scroll and connect with your content. And then um, like, share, leave phenomenal reviews, um, especially this episode. You know. Um, and then if you've got any questions, concerns, complaints against Jameson, um you can reach out to <laughs> the church at 918-283-2221 or email us at info. You know,
2: I'm going to feel bad if like the, the only time we get five-star reviews is if we have a guest yeah. and like all the other ones are like three.
0: Yeah. Well, It's not going to be good for my
2: ego. Yeah, <laughs> And that's what really matters.
0: You know, if we could just get a five-star review on anything, like, <laughs> in, just great. one of something. Just yeah. review. So. We should make a plaque and mm-hmm. just like put it up here and like look. Yeah, <laughs> we got a five star review. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyway,
0: uh, so. email us at info at cedarpoint.church uh, But uh, man, we love you guys, and we will see you right back here next week.